Force of Nature by Sky Warren and Amelia Wilde. Carter Morelli survived a dark childhood and a dangerous mission, but when he emergency lands a small aircraft on the ocean, he faces something worse, having someone depend on him. He has to keep innocent June Porter safe on the deserted island, except they aren't alone here. A man hides among the broad leaves. He's almost feral. There are secrets in his cabin. Desire, too. Carter doesn't want to care about beautiful June. He doesn't want to care about the mysterious and sensual man who's almost part of the wilderness. Scorching chemistry draws all three of them deeper. They're already survived a plane crash, but will they survive the fall? Welcome to the Midnight Dynasty. The warring Morelli and Constantine families have enough bad blood to fill an ocean, and their brand new stories will be told by your favorite dangerous romance authors. That's Force of Nature by Sky Warren and Amelia Wilde. You can grab it now. It's live September 6th. Welcome back, lady listeners. Hey, lady listeners. Welcome back to a brand new week at Read Me Romance. We have a book from Natalie Knight called Yes, Daddy. All of her books are like, even the covers. I am so excited. I'm so excited for this week. Mostly because we just, I mean, we've been in daddy headspace for a while now because we just finished a daddy book. Yeah. Which was filthy. It, it was. was really filthy. It was a lot of fun to write. But I was, I told Mel earlier, hello, lady listeners, I'm talking directly to you. I was talking to Mel earlier and I told her that I went on Instagram and I saw Natalie Knight had a reel that went by and on the reel, it was like a video of her and it said on there, when he makes you stroke him as a consequence for catching him in the buff while taking a shower, you thought running back to your room would save you, but he's high on your tail, ready to take what's his. Now he's standing in front of you with the leaking beep. <laughs> and then it's like, that's where it stops. And it's like, I told her, I messaged her on the thing or whatever. And I said, this ad made me one click immediately. <laughs> so it's really short. It's only like, I think it's 85 pages. I downloaded it and I started reading it in a car rider line and oh my God, I should be like, I'm not ashamed, but like I was looking over my shoulder when I was reading it to make sure like no teachers or anybody was walking by. It's so dirty, but it's called Daddy's Secret. That's the one. And so um, it starts off, she's, she's like at Del Mar, so she's in California and she wakes up and she's there and she's like talking about her, it was her best friend's dad. That she said the first time um, he touched me, it was the day after my 18th birthday. And she said her best friend had given her a vibrator as a joke and she was using it. And he, she said, I thought the vibrations would be quiet, but apparently it was like a siren song to him. And he came in there and she said he put his hand over my mouth. I came. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God, this is wonderful. So, yeah. So it starts off with like, I guess her best friend passed away. And so she's there and she was like, she died like right after her dad and I like hooked up, like this happened. So she was like, 
I never, like he and I never really got to see this through or talk about it. Like we both dealt with our tragedies, like with what happened. And this is two years later. And so she's going back to see him. And so now I'm like, okay, so this is where the book starts. So obviously we have some talking to do. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's, it's kind of a, a, a good premise, I guess. I mean, it's sort of sad, but it's also like a good way to like separate them after something like that happened real fast and then getting them back together. So, yeah, and yeah. I'm sure like their shared love of her will like bond them. And that's, what's going to keep them There's together forever. There's nothing bonds people more than tragedy. You're right. <laughs> like going through drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I saw that ad earlier and I was like super excited for it. So we'll talk about Natalie in just a little bit and tell you all her good stuff and what she's got coming up in her giveaway. We're going to catch up first. First of all, I discovered a new product and I wanted to endorse it. And it's just a blanket statement that I tried press on nails, like glue on nails. Okay. I see these are getting more popular. Right? And I stuff. know. So I've seen people use them and I'm like, they cannot look good. Like they have to look like shit. I got these for, at TJ Maxx for $4. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try these because I just hate taking the time out of my day to go to the nail salon, sit down. And get it. I love I hate it. I love, I love having, having my, haze, my nails done. I'm the same way. I love having them done. They look so good. It's so weird that you said this because I've gone to the same nail lady for like years and she knows I like to be fast. Like I don't need to rub. I yeah. called last week. She's like, she no longer works here. <gasps> no. Oh, that's the worst. You're like, no, you're going to have to come back. I'm sorry. I can't deal with somebody new. I can't train somebody else. I can't. <laughs> so maybe I'll I, can't, I can't train them again. <laughs> no, I, I can't do this all over again. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, I just saw them and I thought like, okay, I'm just going to go for it. These are four bucks. It's not a big commitment. I don't know. Can you, can you yeah, see? Yeah, I can see them. Like, they actually look like super pretty in person and they go all the yeah. way down to the cuticle. Like the way they're done now is they're really, really thin, like at the base of your nail uh-huh. and then they get thicker on the end. So when you slide them on, they like sit flat on your nail. And so they look legit. I mean, I went to the doctor this week and the lady was doing my blood pressure and she was like, Oh my God, what color is that? That's so pretty. Cause it's like a matte lavender color. And I was like, oh, they're press on. She was like, what? And she like grabbed my hand and like put her hand. She was like, those look so real. I was like, I don't know. Go to TJ Maxx and get some. But I get all of my matte. I'm always matte. Oh, I love a matte finish. See, my old girl didn't even have to ask. Whenever I picked out a color, she just knew like, it was going to be matte. Now you got to train somebody else up. Oh, my God. That's the worst. You're like, I'm going to need you to come back just so I don't have to suffer. Thank you. <laughs> So, yeah, I think it's kind of like I discovered this week that, you know, when I'm doing stuff, they're a little bit longer than I would wear them. Like, I, I like having shorter nails. And so, but you can cut these and, like, file them down. I just haven't done it yet. But I've noticed with them being a little longer and me not used to it, I have, like, knocked off a couple of them. But you know how when you have, like, long acrylics and you do that and, like, you hit your fingernail or something, all of a sudden it, like, burns I know, you know that feeling, yeah, yeah, where it's like that ache on your fingers, like, oh God, it doesn't do that. This, the nail just pops off and you're like, oh, there goes oh. my nail. <laughs> and then you just glue it back on. <laughs> so I said on the Instagram post when I was talking about it, cause I was like, hey, guess what product endorsement people? 
And um, one of the one of our followers was like, please, God, tell me you didn't use super glue. Because I said, I was like, oh, you just super glue them on. And it's just like, please tell no. me you did not use real super glue. I was like, no, no, no. I said, I just used the cheap nail glue that came with it. And she was like, okay, pro tip. This is like how people tell you, you can go get the lashes, like in the little container. Like you can go get dollar lashes, but make sure you get good lash glue. Because that's what's okay. going to make them go on good and stay good. That's like this. You can buy the cheapest nails you want. She said, just get good nail glue. Like go, don't use the one that comes with it. Go actually buy like nail glue. And so I did that today and I have not had a problem with any of them coming off since then. Okay. How about the fact that now that we're on this? Yes. There's targets now with robots that paint your nails. I've heard about this. For $10. They do all of them? Yeah, you like put it in the machine and it uh-huh. just paints over the nail. I'm guessing you put it in and you know how like, because yeah. my nails are real. So I'm guessing it's real nails. Yeah, yeah. And I'm guessing it just, the program, like the 3D printer or whatever can see it and places it directly on the nail. And it probably just wipes the side to get it off. It says you just put it in there and it paints the nails. That's so cool. I, I wonder see. how long it takes. I know. I've never seen, I've heard about this, but I've never seen a Target that had it. But here's my problem with the reason I get my nails done is because I need the gel because I'll Mm -hmm. chip them and stuff. Yeah. And I can't file them for shit. That's my problem. I'm terrible Mm -hmm. at filing. So I don't see the robot filing it. Yeah, that's true. It's going to be whatever your nails are. Yeah. As is. But, you know, that's why I kind of like these because you really just put on the glue. You don't like sand them or file them or anything. You just put the glue and stick them down. But even the ones I got, like I went back to get another one, another set, and they're pre-glued. Like you don't have to do it. You just peel off the back of them and stick them down and that's it. And they're done. I mean, I see them advertised on my Facebook feed and stuff all the time. And I'm always just like, well, of course it's going to look perfect on the ad. Exactly. That's the same. That's the same shit I thought. I was like, there's no way they look that good. You cannot see the line where the nail is and where my cuticle is because it's so thin around that it's like paper thin at the very bottom of it and so it just lays against your nail and you glue it down nice yeah i was like shocked and you know how i know this is because i accidentally put one on backwards (laughs) i put like the thick part down i was like that doesn't look right and i flipped it over and i was like oh that makes sense So I just was like, you know, of all the time that I, it takes me to go get my nails done, because the lady I used to go to was amazing. And she, like, her prices were great, but it was always three hours from when I went to her to when I got home. It was a three-hour tour. And there was just, I could not, like, she was a perfectionist. And that's why they always looked perfect. Like, they were picture perfect every time I left. But it they was were always very pretty. It was like real art on your yeah, nails. Yeah. And she was, I mean, she's an artist. She's so talented. But it was just, you know, it, she, again, she's a perfectionist. So that's why it just took forever. And as much as I loved it, I, like I could go somewhere that was faster, you know, maybe pay a little more or whatever. But it's still time out of my day that I would like, I'd rather just do other shit. <laughs> so anyways, I just thought I'd try this as like an easy, quick fix and it. It worked out pretty good. So I'm going to keep at it. I'll, I'll update you and let you know. So, Have you read anything good lately? We were talking about reading books earlier. And I don't know if you want to talk yeah, about Yeah, so I actually again. read um, the author that's going to be on next week. 
Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Her name is Myra Statham. Like, yeah. Jason Statham. I was like, I wonder if she picked this name because of that. Or if that's her real name. <laughs> so, I seen when I was messing with her staff that she had a book called Stock by the... Not maybe linebacker. God damn it. it. Quarterback? It's, that's the first one. That's the one I read. Oh, but there's okay, one that's okay. coming out that was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay, not. Well, on. I don't release her book that week that it, she comes out, I think. Okay, because I saw that on the ads, like when I put it up. And I think I that was the one I put the note. Stock by the tight end. Stock by the, the tight one. end. Okay, yep. that's what it was. Because yep. I read, which is already out, stocked mm-hmm. by the quarterback. I love this. I love this Which so much. I read it because, I mean, the book bio is like shy girl meets her in the library. Stalked by the quarterback is an OTT college sports romance with an obsessed alpha who can't, who will stop at nothing to claim what is his. The happy ever perfect. after, and, and she marks them all safe. Like, like, like move in next to her stalker. <laughs> kind of shit like it is when she That's was amazing. said in the book bio over the top it is. stalker i was like oh she did not disappoint you so like you had on, me at ridiculous okay i went on and i pre-ordered the next one oh wow to get the, to get the next one mm-hmm. and then i picked up she had a marriage book which i haven't read yet it's on my next mm-hmm. one which people gave good racks for so it's like a married couple mm-hmm. so it's hard to get a good married couple book so yeah I got that yeah. one but i haven't got to read it yet so that's Myra Statham, and yeah, she'll be on the podcast next week too. So, so. that's exciting. I don't know if I mentioned it last time. I'm reading um, Allie Hazelwood's Love on the Brain. She was the one that wrote one of my favorite books last year, The Love Hypothesis. And it was so cute. I actually had a lady listener message me on my personal Facebook page that I I keep private because it's just my family. Like I have friends mm-hmm. with like ten people. She messaged me on my personal one and was like. Hey, I don't know if you'll get this, but I wanted to send this directly to you. She said, I met Allie Hazelwood today. She had a book signing for like her new release, Love on the Brain. Mm -hmm. And she said, I told her that I read your book because of the Read Me Romance podcast. I read The Love Hypothesis. Mm -hmm. And she said, Leah was on the podcast and said, I'm going to tell you something right now and you're going to go read it. And she said it was Star Wars Kylo Ren fan fiction. And she was like, that's what it made me run to read this book. And I was like, that's what made me read it. <laughs> so she said, just so you know, Allie Hazelwood knows about you now and knows that you talked about her on the Read Romance podcast. I was like, well, full circle. I'm here for it. And then she even sent me a like there was a picture of the two room. And she was like, look, Aww. I don't want to post this in the group because I'm shy, but this is us. And. It was really Aww. sweet. And I, I see people are talking about her books a lot. Like I'm seeing them shit. everywhere. Listen, so Allie did this genius marketing. What Whoever was the marketing team behind her book knew what they were doing. So her first book, The Love Hypothesis, it was pushed out and there was a lot of promo and everything behind it. I loved it and was obsessed with it last year. Loved it. The audio is so, so good. She did this genius thing where she released, before she released her next big book, she released three novellas, but she did it in audio first because she already had those. So if you were, if you, I guess maybe she's just a big audio person. I don't know. So that all three of those audio novellas came out first. And then 
the ebooks were staggered. Like it was like one short little novella and they were standalones. And it was like every two or three months before her next big release. And I was like, that was so smart how she did it because it kept you talking about her and seeing her stuff everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And so this new one, Love on the Brain, I pre-ordered it like months ago. And when it came, it was like, I almost didn't want to listen to it right away because I was like wanting to save it, you know? Yeah. But oh my God, I am consumed with this book right now. So it's such a, like, it's an interesting concept because it, she's just brilliant anyways. And you can tell like Allie Hazelwood is in STEM and it's just a brilliant scientist. And she, you know, she has all this life experience of being in a room surrounded by men that are telling her actually, you know, so she's mm-hmm. writing this book from this kind of perspective. And it's so fun to read this and kind of be like, you can tell she's a feminist badass. So I just love reading her stuff. And so in the book, um, the heroine, she like studies human brains and stuff. And the hero is an engineer and together they're working with like NASA and this other group. And they're creating like this helmet that astronauts can wear that like can do like, she's like somehow stimulating their brain to make them smarter while they're in space. So that's essentially like what they're coming up with. And she thinks that he hates her. And she said, you know, you've always despised me since the moment we met five years ago. Like he was, he was like a, a, an upper, um, he was in like a graduate program. He was like at the end of his graduate program when she started. Mm-hmm. And she was like, since the first moment, like you hated me and da, da, da. And it's just like, and I'm going to spoil just a little bit, but it is going to be a happily ever after. So it's coming. Yeah. The part of it that he's like, he's confessing all this stuff to her. He was like, from the moment I met you, I knew like you were the one. And I was so mad because you were with this guy and he thought she married him. Oh. Like, I know he had to like, he like went away. He was so upset, but he was like, the first time he saw her, he like went and broke up with his long distance girlfriend. and was like, oh. I've met somebody else. I'm sorry. Oh, that's terrible. And like for five years, he was like, I can't look at another woman. Like he's so obsessed with her. And he was like, I know what the freckle on the side of your neck looks like. Like I, he was like, I have everything about you memorized. He was like that blue dress with the yellow flowers. He was like, I can't see it without wanting to rip it off your body. Cause that was like the dress she wore when something happened. And it's like the way he just remembers everything is so good. And so I was wondering in the love hypothesis, again, one of my favorite books, it was so great. There was only one sex scene, but it was pretty long. It was like several pages, really detailed. And I was thinking, oh, we're probably going to get about the same one. This hell no, there is so much sex in this one. It is nasty. (laughs) Like at one point she's going down on him and he's like, I'm going to come in your mouth and then I want to see it. And like, she makes, he makes her like open her mouth after he comes in. I'm just like, Oh my God. (laughs) I think I even like, like sat back when I was reading. I was like, Oh my God. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So it was, it's so, so, so good. So I can't, and it's like, there's part of it that's like making me anxious because there's like this big misunderstanding and like, she's in trouble and I'm like, she's going to lose her job and all this stuff. So it's like, it's so silly and fun, but I just can't, cannot recommend this book enough 
if you just want, you know, just a great obsessed hero. hero. And, yeah. I love a solid hero throughout a book. God. Where everything else is just, happening around yes, them. And exactly. he's just dead strong. Uh-huh. Yes. He's like, I, I, you just cannot understand how obsessed he is. And then like, she thinks like, oh, he hates me. He, he look at him, look at me. Like he's disgusted by me. And it's just, he's so mad. He can't have her. I love what it's that. God, it's so, it's like my, my dream come to life. <laughs> you, know so what I, you know what I do want to mention? Cause I don't know. I, every time I do the new release posts and stuff, this isn't a romance book, but mm-hmm. I just love seeing how well um, mm-hmm. Jeanette McCarty's book is doing. Yeah. Like, I'm just so happy for her. Have you seen that book? What book is it? No, no. What book um, is it? It's called... I'm glad my mom is dead or something like that. Oh, okay. I saw that book. What is that about? And it's doing so well. I'm so, her mom was fucking crazy. Really? Oh, crazy. Is this a true story? What's it about? Yes, it's the real girl from iCarly, the blonde. Oh, shit. It's her story. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was her book. Yeah. I remember reading about that with her eating disorder and stuff and how her mom was like crazy. Her mom showering her and like her mom was fucking bananas. Really? And her quitting and some of the shit that went down on Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon, when she left Nickelodeon, she didn't want to act anymore. They tried to give her hush money to never talk about Nickelodeon in a negative light. And she said no. And I can't remember how much it was. I think it was a couple hundred thousand dollars, which she wins because this book has been number one on oh the New York God, Times right? two weeks in a row. Oh the audio God. has been up there because I see what's at the top. Yeah, when I yeah. Do the audio stuff, it's still all of it's up there. The I ebook, the audio. hard copy, the audio, all of them are like top two. Mm-hmm crazy and it's expensive it's an expensive book and I don't know I'm just so happy that she's cat I know it's weird to say that she's getting something like what's due like what's owed to her she's yeah yeah I see what you mean she's telling her story it's therapeutic and she's getting paid for it good for her she's making bank and it was such a bold title Mm -hmm. yeah for real i know i saw that and i was like who the fuck would put that as their book and i was like geez (laughs) but yeah i mean it caught my attention and i didn't even like i mean that was just holding in the thing she's holding an ash urn in the picture stop it like it's actually her dead like and it's got a pink yellow cover and she's like holding it and she's smiling oh my god yeah, but, I'm going to have to listen to that. I saw there was like an iCarly reunion and she didn't do it. And then she, I saw that's when she came out and explained why she wouldn't do it. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't know any of that because my kids watch iCarly. Like I, by proxy, watched all of them too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember oh, watching wild. them all the time. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting was Sam, with her mm-hmm. person on iCarly, yeah. came from a fucked up family. And remember, her mom on the show was Looney Tunes. Yeah, yeah. She actually played mm-hmm. kind of herself to a degree. Yeah. And she was eating all the time in, like, every single episode. And she, I remember her saying, she was like, I tried to talk to them about this. Like, I have an eating disorder. Uh, I can't keep doing this. And they were like, yeah, it's okay. I keep doing that. That's fucked up. It's crazy. Anyway. I'm just really happy when I keep mm. seeing it and people talking about it. I'm like, good for her. I'm going to have to go grab the audio. Yeah, I'd love to hear her do that because her stand-up's hilarious. 
Uh, yes. She's Please. just, I don't know. I'm just happy for her. I'm going to keep an eye on it. All right. So let's talk about Natalie Knight and Yes Daddy. We're about to send you into the first installment. But before that, I want to mention that um, the first book in her series is called Daddy's Good Girl. It will be free um, from September 4th to September 7th. So make sure you grab that, especially if you like this. Definitely go check that out. And then enter the giveaway this week. It is a signed paperback bundle of the first three stories in her Stonebridge Daddy series and a swag pack. The books uh, in the paperback bundle include Daddy's Filthy Obsession, Daddy's Good Girl, and Daddy's Breeder. Like, <laughs> that title alone, like, I, I can't deal. And the book that I downloaded is called Daddy's Secret, so make sure you check that one out, too, because so far, so fucking good. Nice. Okay, so listen to the first installment of Yes, Daddy, and we'll see you on the other side. Yes, Daddy. Written by Natalie Knight. Read by Joshua McRae. Chapter 1. Pearl. So, how does it feel to be 18? Briona wiggled her brows as she tossed a packet of popcorn in the microwave. I sipped on my soda, which was brutally flat at this point. I've been waiting forever to turn 18, mainly for two reasons. One, so I could work full-time hours all summer and not catch shit about it from my dad. And two, finally losing my virginity. Hello, Earth the Pearl, she joked before turning her attention back to the beeping microwave. Before pouring it down the sink, I took another sip. It's great. I'm officially an adult with no money and a crappy car. Briona did a little dance as she stood near the microwave. Welcome to the good life, girlie. You can buy porn now, Amber shouted from the living room. Briona tossed the steaming bag onto the counter and ripped it open. The rich scents of melted butter made my stomach rumble, and I plucked a hot kernel from the bowl and into my mouth. Porn? You don't need to be 18 to buy porn, girl. It's free on the internet. I leaned on the counter and sliced my eyes between them as they bickered about porn and other crazy things that newly 18-year-olds could purchase. Dipping my hand back into the bucket of popcorn, my phone buzzed, and I tugged it from my back pocket. Dad. Hey, Dad. I plugged one finger into my ear and snuck around the corner, out of earshot of Briona and Amherst's conversation. Hey, sweetie, how's the party? Okay. Everyone was there. Well, almost everyone. I let my words trail off and leaned against the wall. A beat of silence passed before he let out a breath and cleared his throat. I know, honey. I'm so sorry. I tried, but you know I'm trying to get a contract for us. I tapped the toe of my tennis shoe onto the marble flooring and bit the inside of my cheek. I hated seeing him defeated because he did everything in his power to make sure I had it all. The fact that he hasn't had a construction contract in over two years started to take a toll on him and his savings. With the credit cards maxed out and my college savings depleted to almost nothing, it's like we existed in a fragile bubble that could pop at any time. Dad, I asked, forcing myself to ignore the clanking of the ice cubes in his glass of liquor. Yeah, sweet pea, we're gonna be fine. I promise you that. Don't worry about it. 
It was always easy for him to brush off our problems and make it seem like the world wasn't burning in front of our eyes when it really was. He tried to hide our situation for the longest time, but when you come home to find numerous envelopes with big red stickers on them, it's pretty hard to turn a blind eye to that. But are we? Brianna's mom is super nice, and I'm sure she wouldn't mind giving you a small loan or... Pearl, sweetheart, let me handle it, please, he interjected. I rested my head on the wall and shifted. My dad had an ego bigger than the city of Stonebridge and hated handouts more than anything. Proud was an understatement when it came to him. I listened to the ice clatter in his glass as he took another sip. I didn't need to see him to know the state he was in. Disheveled hair, heavy eyes, and the stoic look etched into his features were pretty spot on. With more concern on the tip of my tongue, my sentence was interrupted by Briona calling me from the other room. Go, sweetheart, enjoy your day, he said as he set his glass down. I leaned off the wall and started back toward the living room. Okay, but promise me you'll call if you need anything. The sound of his low chuckle warmed my heart, bringing back memories of when I used to hear it more often, accompanied by his wide smile and warm eyes. Sure. Love you, sweet pea. The line clicked over and I shoved my phone back into the jeans of my shorts. Brianna and Amber were sitting on the large couch with a scary movie frozen on the screen. Their eyes were filled with mischief as they followed my movements, and I stopped in my tracks. What? I folded my arms across my chest, trying to come off serious. Brianna stood with popcorn bowl in hand and grabbed my wrist. Are you done wallowing in sorrow with your daddy? I rolled my eyes and tilted my head to the side. For now, why? She didn't reply before pulling me down the long hallway toward her bedroom. Amber followed behind in excitement, and a wave of nervousness crept over me. Briona was on the extreme end of the spectrum between the three of us, with Amber being the good Christian girl as I fell somewhere in the middle. She busted open the door to her room and Amber closed it behind her. Briona's middle name was mischievous and it was written all over her face as she patted the deep purple carpet, motioning me to sit. So, did you tell your dad that you enrolled at Northern? She reached behind her and grabbed the floral dotted Ziploc bag filled with various candies and chocolates. What? Amber held her hands to her lips with wide eyes before letting them drop slowly to her lap. I let my shoulders slump as I folded my legs into a pretzel. No. Before everything went to shit, I applied to Northern University. I wanted to get out of Stonebridge, but I didn't want to go too far. So Chicago seemed like the best place. Except Northern yearly tuition started at $30,000, and that didn't include room and board. Two years ago, my dad would have paid that in cash in a blink of an eye. But without any college savings and no construction jobs, the odds of me going were slim to none. I thought you guys didn't have any money, Amber asked. She reached for the bag of candy. They don't, Briona chimed in before I could answer. Let's get off the dreary train and play a game. Our girlie could use a little B-Day pick-me-up. She straightened her spine and tossed her hair over her shoulders. I leaned back on the palms of my hands and stretched my legs as I waited for the queen of scandal to tell us our fate. 
She clapped her hands and sliced her gaze between the both of us. Truth or dare. She let the words flow off her tongue as she tapped the pads of her fingers together. Amber, you go first. To the dare. Her cheeks turned darker at the sudden demand and she whined. Why do I have to go first? She folded her arms across her chest and leaned back against Briona's bed frame. Truth. A smile bigger than the Cheshire cat spread across her face. She waved her fingers in the air like she was some sort of magical Houdini. I snatched the bag of candy from her side and fidgeted with the wrapper of a chocolate-covered strawberry. Amber stumbled words out of her mouth, starting and stopping like a lousy internet connection before she finally spit out. I bought a vibrator with my dad's credit card. Amber covered her eyes with her hands before slowly widening the slits of her fingers to peek in Briona's direction. Obviously, she was unimpressed and winged a brow as she racked her brain for a response. But did you use it? Did you put it on your clit? Shush, Amber deadpanned, and she focused her gaze on the door. Your mom might hear. Hey, church girl, focus. Did you turn it on and use it? Briona asked, interrupting her. No, why would I do that? I couldn't hold back the laugh that erupted from my throat. Briona's brows fused together in disbelief, and she rose her chin to the ceiling. Although Amber was one year older than me, her experience with anything remotely sexual was non-existent. Taking another piece of candy from the bag, she unwrapped it and plopped it in her mouth. Moving on, Pearl, ask me. Truth or dare? Easy, truth. Amber, plug your hairs. She joked as she tossed popcorn her way. I fucked Joey and let him cream pie in my mouth. He wanted to watch it seep from the corners of my lips before he forced me to swallow it. No. She jumped up and down and clapped her hands together in such a proud manner. Amber stuffed popcorn between her lips and leaned in. What's a cream pie? It's a protein snack. Pretty salty. You wouldn't like it. She hunched over and bit the inside of her cheek as she digested our words. Watching her think made us both burst with laughter, and I nearly choked on my sip of water. So, I'm guessing it's my turn now. I folded my legs underneath me and pulled my hair back into a ponytail. Briona raised a brow. What you getting ready for? What? She pointed to my ponytail and gave a small smile. Don't do that in public, babes. People are going to think you're getting ready to suck a dick. Now, you can only pick dare, so... I rolled my eyes and tossed my empty wrappers at her face. Of course she would set up the game so truth wasn't an option. As usual, this was me falling victim to her scams. Fine. Dare. Briona walked over to her desk, picking up a purple-covered laptop. I dare you to go on cam. I choked. The sip of water making its way down my throat went down the wrong tube once her words seeped into my ears. No, I can't. Why would... Fine, suit yourself, but it's Thursday night and it would be an easy $400 for an hour. But don't take my word for it. Torn between being shocked and entertaining the idea, I glanced at Amber, who was wide-eyed with tense shoulders and a mouthful of candy.
Briona plucked at her cuticles with pierced lips, impatiently humming under her breath as she waited for me to speak. I've always known she was a cam girl or whatever they call themselves, but I never asked her much about it. I honestly thought she did it despite her dad, who divorced her mom two years ago for some woman he met on a business trip. Any day now. I leaned my head back and stared at her star-dotted ceiling. The whole idea made me feel uneasy, but I could use the money. Hell, I needed the money at this point. I sat up and untucked my legs from behind me, leaning back on my ankles. Okay, what do I need to do? Amber pressed her hands to her cheeks. Pearl, you can't. What if... Shut it, Miss Catholic whore, Brianna snapped, cutting off Amber. It's easy, nothing to worry about. Guilt rose in me like a high tide as Brianna logged into her account. I knew my dad would kill me if he found out, but I needed the money. Badly. A soft chime snapped me out of my cloud of thoughts, and Brianna shoved her computer in my direction. I let my ass sink between my legs and eyed the blinking green button that said, Start room. I'm not showing my face. You have to, or you won't make any money. These guys like to see who they're jerking off to. Now take off your top. Swallowing what little dignity I had left, I pulled my top above my head, tossed my shirt aside, and pressed the green button. Welcome back. Hey, welcome back. All right. I almost said thanks, but it's not over yet. (laughs) All right. So join us back here on Thursday with the second installment of Natalie Knight's Yes Daddy. Um, Again, make sure you check out this week's giveaway and grab Daddy's Good Girl for free. Um, We'll have everything posted on our social media and on the website, readmeromance.com. Make sure you go there and check out all the good stuff. So, Tell them what to do. Fuck your day up. Make today your bitch. Don't be a dick. Bye, guys. Bye. Read me romance.